Sisters, how y'all feel? Brothers, y'all all right? I'm getting tired of your shit. You don't never buy me nothing. And every time you come around, you got the clone gym. What's up? How y'all feeling? Happy season 10. Hey, yo, 10 seasons already. We're here with Just Be Real Podcast. I thank you for all the listeners, all that are new. Welcome to the fan bam. All that are old, thank you for your loyalty. What's going on? I know it's been a while. How to start, you know, season 10 on the first day of October. So, I mean, it's only right. 10 for 10. You feel me? But that's not what we're here for. It is a season premiere, and I'm coming strong. It's been a while since I gave you some society and politics, so I got to hit y'all with the one-two-one-two. So today, the conversation is, who cloned Tyrone? Hmm. Enough of me chatting. Let's get real. Now, my people, my people, my people, what's goody? I know y'all missed me because I missed y'all. But let me tell you, I needed this much needed break, child. Like, I needed a reset, recalibrate. You know, I be doing that a lot. But it's necessary in this world because it be so much going on. And I think sometimes we be so selfless, we don't put ourselves first. So, how to do some self-care. I know it's been some weeks, but I needed it. And listen, play around. Fuck around and find out. I might do it again. Anyway, so much has happened in my life. So much has been going on. Um... But in reality, it's just good to be back. Welcome back. Okay. So that three little three weeks was necessary. So much has changed for the better in my life. Um, Shout out to my special someone. And that's just that. That's just how it goes. And there's been a lot of changes and friendship dynamics. Um, I know since my birthday, there's been some changes. So I ain't going to be pre-recording episodes too, too crazy now this season because, you know, my life always has some fucking telenovela type shit. But happy Hispanic Heritage Month to my fellow Latinx people. You know, September 15th started Hispanic Heritage Month till October 15th. So shout out to my fellow Boricuas, proud of my culture, my fellow Latinas. Shout out, be loud, be proud. Um, and... Be proud of your culture and your heritage. Don't suppress it. Let the world know that you are proud to be here in the Americas, but you're more proud of the culture, the backgrounds, and the roots that your ancestors built and allowed you to be able to be exactly who the fuck you are. Si se puede, okay? Um, But that's not what we're here today. Today, we are here because today's topic is called They Clone Tyrone, the Caucasoids Took Over. Or the Caucasoids, the Caucasoids take over. So um, TCT, TCT, and as y'all heard, my good old sis Erica Badu, who cloned Tyrone version. If y'all haven't watched it on Netflix, please, 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 do yourself a justice and not a disservice and go watch it because when I say it had so many riveting enlightening concepts and structures and information and ways that it was formed to educate and enlighten us as a people to know better for ourselves about how they're using us as pawns in this game of chess. Baby, there's a reason why the white pieces go first on the board. Hello. But that is why we're here. So we're just going to start our swinging. So I watched the movie. Um, Shout out to Nia, my fellow Virgo who was like, tell me your perspective, blah, 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 because I had it on Netflix, was dying to watch it. It is two hours long, so you have a short attention span, and you're not very into society, culture, and politics. I think Jamie Foxx and Tiana Paris do a great job, as well as John Boyega. They are excellent in what they do. There are some top fly, you know, us, you know, supporting cast. Um, but given that the fact that right now there is still the strike where there has been a tentative agreement, which is a plus, but it's been over a hundred plus days, so that's been unfortunate. In reality, this movie was amazing. I give it an eleven out of ten. I thought it was a hype when my homegirl Nia was like, yeah, you should watch it. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll watch it. Because, you know, normal cliches, societal and culture, typical movies are just, who wants that love story anyway? Cliche. Cliche. That's how I felt. 
Because, you know, there's always a structure of cliche bullshit that's perpetuated in a lot of cinema. And it doesn't tell the real raw. And a lot of people are not inclined to be able to digest it in a way where it's technically layman's terms for them to process exactly the messaging. Me being the sapiosexual I am and so observant, I got all the context clues, the innuendos, the read between the lines type situations, which I fucking love. Any movie that allows me to think outside the box stimulates my mind to have to piece puzzles together, stimulates my mind to have to rewind and run that shit the fuck back holiday. I am going to be in total all. So 11 out of 10 for this damn movie. The first thing I noticed when I was watching um, They Clone Tyrone was the low-income areas, which is typically something that we are all aware of. Um, The low-income areas are easiest to experiment on when they don't have access to the knowledge needed to understand. So we all know that in history, it's logical that Black Americans were not, well, not, I won't even say Black Americans, that us as a people, which I'm talking about people that were enslaved, We're not given the privilege and opportunity to learn how to read and write. The perpetuation of that happening was only to be able to cease and desist us from being able to educate ourselves, to have the proper knowledge and terms to be able to contest the bullshit they try to feed us in their propaganda. That being said, their Christianity, their Western Christianity, their confirmation of having to have our hair pressed, the house nigga, the field nigga, y'all know the list. We've talked about this before. Like, come on now. So this is the situation as what's happening wherein they do the low-income experiments. We know what happens where you have places even in Detroit now that were low-income spaces that were projects or assistant, you know, government housing that were probably burned down in the riots back in the Detroit riots and have yet to fully be refunded or rebuilt as a city because it's low income and the government doesn't want to go ahead and put money into it. If you look at a lot of the government housing, they're building a lot of more housing because there's an increase in population, but they're not meant for public assistance. So the same rundown projects, as we know, are the still same rundown projects. The government assistance now is like you got to have some type of income that fluctuates or allows you to be able to be above the the national quota, where it's kind of like it's easy to inherit a project apartment when your parents lived in it, because nine times out of 10, you're subjected to that same livelihood of living where you don't know any better or know anything outside if you haven't seen it and they don't know anything better it becomes again as i've spoken before in prior season gen- transgenerational toxicity it has to be about breaking curses it has to be about something to enlighten yourself to educate your mind to read for self and research for yourself to be equipped and aware to know the bullshit that's going on around you So that's why they're always the easy target, because they're never knowledgeable. If you realize social media has now become the news, social media has become the end-all, be-all, and the say-so to what goes on in society. So people go to platforms that are subjective rather than doing the research of those that are objective to defend their theoretical logics that they think are law. So I want you to learn the difference between subjective and objective, because a lot of y'all have subjective opinions and objective situations. Don't let that go over your head. Now, when they were talking about the situation of low-income families that are not knowledgeable to understand, they're less likely to survive anyway, so it's easier to just kill them off. So in a way, they're kind of having a euthanasia or like a genocide to just, they feel that we're just like mutants where they can just kind of just kill us off and we're just not going to multiply. But motherfucker, little do y'all knows we are like baby kids. We don't die, we multiply. And in reality, we do multiply because if you think about low-income families or people in low-income housing... They tend to see have more more kids because the more kids you have, the more assistance the government gives you. As long as they don't have the black man in the household. But I'm pum. Right. So there's some girls I know that I grew up with that are probably no more than 30, 31 that got like six, seven kids and were on government subsidized assistance. The more kids they have, the more government assistance they get, the more they, money they have in their pocket and the less likely they have to do an actual real job where they educate themselves. So this is where ignorance becomes bliss. Now, the downside is when ignorance becomes bliss, you now have ignorance that is bliss and you also have willful ignorance. Willful ignorance are people who are knowing that they're in a situation where there's better, but they choose to still want to be stuck in a situation because it's comfortable and it's contentment for them. Right. I know a couple people themselves that I was once associated with that are okay with being mediocre 
And as long as you're getting by and have to do minimum work with less effort, I get it because our people earn the right to not have to work as hard. But because of the societal standards and the actual privileges availed, we have to work harder in order for us to work smarter. Now, once you're able to understand the process of how this society works, once you're able to understand the concept and the caveats to be able to dismantle it in a way where if we're unified and really take the time to tell so-and-so this is what's going on rather than belittle and berate them, we would do much better. So they wouldn't want to kill us off. And they also want to kill us off as well because we are educating ourselves. If you think about it, the black woman is the most educated person in America. Yeah, y'all ain't know that, did y'all? We're definitely threats. When we're a threat, that's why they always want to keep us silent. I want y'all to start educating yourself, especially now with these elections coming up, because there's a lot of what happens that people don't realize when you do not vote, you are also don't have the right to complain. You are ostracizing yourself from your exercise right that was given to you because at one point we were learned as three fifths of a person to be recognized in this country. Okay, three fifths of a person. So that means that this was our due diligence of what the civics, the civics that were done to be able to advocate for us to have a voice. And our ancestors did not pretty much die, get bitten by dogs, get power washed by hoses and do sit-ins as well as freedom riders for us to sit here and say, oh, I'm not going to fucking vote. You're an ignorant jackass and I want you to do better. Because you'd be the first motherfucker complaining about what goes on in this world and society, but you don't go to your local elections and make which I don't realize is the government. It literally works from the local. It happens from the local Congress. So when you don't do your local votes correctly, that automatically has a trickle down theory, as Reaganomics would put it, where it literally kind of fucks with the ones at the top. So please go vote. The reason why I say it's so likely for them to survive when they're in low-income housing is because it's a Tuskegee syphilis experiment of 1932 that lasted until 1972 by the USPHS and the CDC. <laughs> yeah, the CDC. The same way they had this whole thing of us, you have to get shots, you have to do this when it comes to the, uh, what was it, COVID. I only got the two shots. I'm not getting shit else. Why? Because I don't know what the fuck else you got in that shit. And you're prone to push this on because I know motherfuckers who had the shots and still caught COVID. COVID is still out in real people, please. So still wash your fucking hands and wear a mask. And I think areas where are closed and close knit. I haven't been to concerts. But I'm about to go to one, though, because I love me some Coco Jones. That were close-knit since 2020 when they first shut the world down. That was fucking Rhapsody. Why? Because I don't know where the fuck you're coming from. I am a germaphobe. And if you breathe on me too fucking hard, we're going to have a problem. I don't even go to church because I go to a mega church where some people don't even wear their mask given I can wear them. But it's like, nah, dog, because now I feel a little uncomfortable because you just feel like, what? No, we have a problem. So I say that with the Tuskegee syphilis experiment is because there were 400 men injected with syphilis to observe the disease. So you know how they say that when you get the flu shot, they kind of somewhat have a antibody that's put in there that has part of the flu in it for your body to kind of build the antibodies. These motherfuckers really took 400 people, the CDC and the USPHS. Okay, listen to what I'm telling you. People that certify and say that this is what you need for your body to survive. They literally injected 400 men with this disease. And the thing about it, which is the gag, is they weren't informed of the experiment. More than 100 died. So we're guinea pigs to these motherfuckers, right? You take 400 men, inject them, and more than 100 died, but they know shit about the experiment? This is kind of, and, this, and let's not talk about how it started in 1932 and lasted until 1972. That's 40 fucking years of turmoil, torment, and torture, because y'all know I love a good alliteration, that was done upon our people that we don't even know in text in, in, in um, textbooks or really know in reality unless you research it. And unless you're in a public health profession or in a public health career path, this is not some shit you're going to automatically know. And they probably don't have it in their, their textbooks then. But I know for me at my HBCU, I think my LS was able to have that information. But of course, you know me because I'm a nerd. I got this shit on my own. Now, the tactic to this was 600 impoverished sharecroppers that were told experiment to last six months lasted 40 years. You're going to tell me some shit about the pop up for six months and now we're 40 years later, we're still doing this bullshit? Now, Tyler Farrell Clark said 
The rather low intelligence, the rather low intelligence of the Negro population, depressed economic conditions, and the common promiscuous sex relations not only contribute to the spread of syphilis, but the prevailing indifference with regards to treatment. In reality, the promise of medical treatment usually reserved only for emergencies among the rural black population of Macon County, Alabama, was what secured subjects corporate cooperation in the study. So what are they saying? They're pretty much saying because it's a rural black area and there's only pretty much one place that gives the proper treatment in, in emergencies, pretty much one emergency room for black folks. They knew that they would get the cooperation necessary to complete the study to get the numbers that they needed for the statistics. Do you know how fucking cruel and asinine you have to fucking be to do some bullshit? And when I'm saying this, the only reason I'm so passionate about it now and I'm glad I'm doing this for season 10 premiere is because I'm reading a book by Lovia Jai called I Am Judging You. Now, I've had this book for like five years, but this book talks about so much shit that we need to have in and that we're in our rea weird distorted reality that applies to this shit that if you're like me and you want to know better, read the fucking book. Promise you. I've been glued to it since I started in like two weeks. I'm almost halfway done with the shit. Shout out to Lubby. But you literally pretty much are forcing the fucking hand. You're giving them a fucked up hand. It's like playing spades. You get a whole, you get a whole hand of spades, right? A whole hand, a whole hand for spades. Your partner probably be like, yo, let's go. Let's, I got five books. You're like, oh, I got one. They're looking at you like, what the fuck? In reality, you don't even have one because you don't have not even one spade in your hand. I don't know about how y'all niggas play, but how I play by my old school way is you don't even got one spade in your hand. That means you get to throw your hand in, which means you're automatically forfeiting for there to be a reshuffle. This is exactly what these motherfuckers were doing to these Tuskegee men. They were fucking allowing them to spread it because the sexual encounters is they wanted to force them to be in sub subjective quarters, to be promiscuous and have sexual relations with anybody possible spreading this fucking disease, which you heard how it said it started with men which means for women to get it there had to be intercourse to happen and now you're forcing them to have to go to the one emergency room that's available to get the test results for like we're some fucking guinea pigs and some fucking test animals while lives are being fucking lost which i think that's the same shit that they did when it came to fucking covid it was a repeat just like the spanish flu but we're not talking about that right now and then that's the way you got the cooperation Come on, son. It also goes back to the time when we're thinking about an antebellum period where the enslaved were used for unethical experiments. Now they just put them in our food and resources. And it's a fact. Antebellum. Yeah, I don't know if y'all seen the shit with Janelle Monet. I haven't watched it yet. But y'all also seen um, the movie of Kiki Palmer. What was it? Alice. It's based on the antebellum period where slavery was over. Niggas were still having people work as slaves, not paying them, making them think they were still back in the times of when once were where they had to pretty much work to survive to get a piece of the pie, which i.e. was a fucking shack, a piece of land that they rented. Listen to what I'm telling you. A piece of land on their master's property that they rented. They didn't even own. Okay? And with that, because it was the antebellum period, unethical experiments were done because, once again, knowledge is power. They weren't knowledgeable of what the fuck was going on. So what do they do now? Y'all know about them trying to clone chickens to make chicken more easier because food is a scarce resource now, right? Prices are going up. Gas prices are up to be able to transport because we fuck up our mutual connections and agreements and ties to countries that we need import. We need to have their resources imported because the U.S. doesn't um, export many resources that other countries don't already have the facility and access to already. So we fuck up our own bag. So because we fucked up our own bag, and I won't say it's really fully Biden as much as it was fucking Trump who fucked it up because we all know that a lot of the, the predecessor of the pres present president, ooh, that was a tongue tie, the predecessor of the present president in office normally takes up, it takes about 16 years to clean up the mess of what they did prior. So whatever they did in office for their four to eight years, it takes about 16 years post that to fix whatever the fuck they did, to undo whatever the fuck they did if they fucked it up. We know Trump did some fucked up shit, taking away resources and funds in, Erica, in areas that were necessary, i.e. why we even had COVID, because the motherfucker shut down the health resources that were necessary for the shit to be avoided that Obama put in place years prior, but we're not going to talk about it right now because that's not the fucking focus. 
focus, okay? That Joe Biden is pretty much being blamed for a lot of the shit that Trump did. And niggas thought Trump was doing something phenomenal and grand because they felt it was an equity. In reality, it was a distortion of fucked up um, equality he thought was going to help society and his fucking fellow fucking uh, good old boys. You feel me? So now everything falls on Biden, who's now a Democratic Party, who wants to be for the people and by the people and really can't do much because he's trying to clean up fucking Orange Cheetos mess. This is the same motherfucker who's about to get sentenced to, to prison. Make it make sense. So now we have food and resources that are not even organic anymore. Because when you look at bananas, niggas never knew bananas had seeds in them until they fucking watched this white boy living in the wilderness grab a banana, a organic banana off the tree, and it literally had seeds in it. When the bananas we have have small seeds, but they're not, that's not an organic banana. It's pretty much a duplicate. Hence why we're here is they clone Tyrone. Because that's kind of how they are. The way they do bananas in our food is how they kind of do with us as a people. Okay? Winning the race of the future is just as bad as MAGA. So I, I, I need, I need y'all to wake the fuck up. Now, it doesn't stop there where they feel like they can just kill us off with genocide. Because they, the, they gave the indigenous smallpox took away their land, try to take away their resources of the organic stuff that they grew in their rituals and try to pretty much seclude them as if this wasn't their, their land. Of course, this is my house. Even though you're in my house, you're just going to steal my shit and just say it's mine. But again, another story for another day. They have the crack epidemic, right? Now, everybody's aware of the crack, crack epidemic. As it's been said, crack was put on the streets by those in higher areas. We've all watched fucking... Um, Franklin Saint on fucking, uh, what y'all know the show that's off there, Snowfall. And it was at the height of the crack epidemic. As we can see, it's clearly evident that somebody in the CIA who had access to the, be able to bring this shit into the country. I am a firm believer that the government is of why the crack epidemic was what it was because they knew if they put this shit out and tested it, they would be able to, to incarcerate more black and brown people and have the ability to make more money off our backs as we are slaves in the prison system. Because once you go in, once you come out, your life is never the same. You're a part of the system. A lot is taken from you. There's a lot you can't do. If you're a felon, no matter what, it's on your record. Crack epidemic from 1984 to 1989 of incarceration rates pipeline to prison system. Hello? That was something I was strategically done because what do they do? They make money off these prisons. Like, it's exactly what it is. So when they put it in their food, the way it was and they cloned Tyrone is they pretty much had their own quote unquote crack where they put it in their the the the, uh, the the cereal boxes. They put it in the fucking chicken. So everybody started laughing hysterically at the chicken. And this is a spoiler alert. So if you ain't watched it, I'm telling you now. And this is how I'm breaking it down. So at this point, if you don't want to hear it, I suggest you stop listening and go watch the movie and then come back to finish this later. They put it in their food. They put it in their hair products. So like the relaxers, because that's the thing from the relaxers, because you know that's the thing that they want us to look right. Put it in the fucking relaxers. They had it in the grape juice that they use at church. Now, do y'all know how much church is used as the, the, the number one dope peddler when it comes to fucking propaganda in society? And they cloned Tyrone, the grape juice, when they did communion, because we know we always come together first Sunday. It's a tradition. They put this shit in the grape juice. Lo and behold, the grape juice, the church was the headquarters to everything that they were going on to their programs because they were tapped in wiring to phone conversations, uh, phone conversations, text messages, and car and people where people were driving in their cars because that's technically what society is today. If you ever realize sometimes, like when you'll say something or you're in a story, let's say, for instance, I'm talking about, oh, I want to get shoes from Aldo. Even though my phone might not be near me, if it hears the word Aldo and you're on Instagram, all of a sudden you get these Aldo ads. It's listening because there's a sensor. They're tracking us. No matter how much you want to say they're not, they're tracking us. Because why do you think you'd be like, yo, what the fuck? How did this ad just pop up? Like, I only I don't remember they're searching for some shit. No, it heard you say it. And think about Siri. Siri is voice activated. Siri knows what the fuck your voice is. Duh. So the grape juice in the church was tainted, and that was also the headquarters. Now, we also know the church is the easiest way to manipulate because it's religion, and it's forced from the Western ideals. Think about it. Church people are going to be, all, no matter what, black folks are always going to be subjected to the church. In every low-income society, there's always a church that's present that allows the people to come together for unity and community. 
I know this firsthand. Why? Because my church, Bethel Baptist Church of White Plains, New York, One Fisher Court, literally is smack dab in the middle of the projects. Hello? <laughs> Come on now. Been there for years. In reality, it was smack dab there and they built the projects around it. Windbrook projects. So that's a sense of community and unity because it kind of becomes a refuge and a home base where they're saying, well, you can't say we're doing this in the culture and society, or you can't say we're doing this in low income, but we have a church here. Church is normally the foundation where they can help the community. You think that shit is not strategically placed where they have projects and normally churches almost on every corner in low income areas to allow that to be the safe haven to provide the necessary basic essentials for the black community rather than them doing it themselves? Because that'd be too much like right for them to get their hands dirty and actually put some effort in, right? Right. Because we're forced from their Western ideals and ideologies of what they think the good book is. Okay. But again, they love it because the Kool-Aid is always drunk in the church because the Bible's law and there can't be deterred black folks. That's exactly why a lot of people, when they were doing it in the movie, were able to be brainwashed um, in the system where they're pretty much tracking them is because they know the church is the end all be all. God is sometimes used as a propaganda to manipulate what we can't see hidden in plain sight. Now, whole time they don't realize that all throughout the day, because three of them, which was Tiana, Tiana Paris's character, uh, Jamie Foxx's character, and John Boyega's character. John Boyega's a hood nigga. He not going. He's pretty much in and out of jail. Um, Jamie Foxx's character is a pimp. And then Tiana Paris's character is a fucking hoe on a stroll. Common essentials that you do when you're trying to just make ends meet and just survive. Because you have a record, the law, the, the, the government's not giving you much opportunity because you already pretty much been stamped as damaged goods. When you a pimp, it's pretty much you have a control passive, but you pretty much living your life on the edge because you're running holes and using women as degradation because there's nothing for you to do because, hey, this is a patriarchal society. We'll do your thing, man, whether you're black or white. Get your money. But it's easier to do it that way where it was hidden in the juice because it's hiding it in plain sight. Who going to question the juice that's being given to them? It's coming from the church. Why question it? You need to fucking question it. Spirituality over religion all day. Go back and listen to the episode. White Jesus is always idolized when the Bible clearly provides otherwise. Jesus had hair of wool. Hair of wool. I'm sorry. Is that not what they call our hair? Nappy hair is hair of wool? So why the fuck would he be some white man with this straight, long, curly hair and blue eyes? But the funny part, like I said, the church being the headquarters was the true irony in the situation because it is the headquarters of all black culture. Church is forever the stem of black culture. If you think about it, the old Negro spirituals, back even when black folks were of free origins of being in, from being enslaved, the church is where we came together to collectively be able to be ourselves without prejudice. Now, like we're going to go back to this whole straighter is greater life. The straighter is greater relaxer is what the relaxer was. Excuse me. The straighter is greater relaxer is what the relaxer was called in the movie. Right. And the appropriation of the guy in the lab with the afro who was white was only because he was once a black man that they made white because in society, how does it work? They want us to be able to conform to their stuff. So why we do our hair, the way we dye our skin, how we have colorism. It's not something that's not already pre-planned. And when I say there was a secret lab in the trap house, right? So they had the, so the trap house was another pinpoint of where they kind of had like access in their headquarters. Now a trap house we know is only found in the hood. Trap houses for hood niggas to be able to do their business. But this trap house was disguised and in reality allowed entrance to the secret lab in a trap house analogy. Now, the trap house pretty much is where you do drugs, you do whatever, but it's basically blatantly known that that's what it's for. Like, you go, if you go into a trap house, you're going to get drugs, you're going to go chill, you know there's about to be a bunch of thugs, niggas, and gangsters. Okay? When you do that and you have a secret lab, it pretty much is a secret lab. You see what I'm saying, y'all? The trap house is a secret lab for black people. So why not make a secret lab in a secret lab? Because who's really going to check in a trap house for a secret lab? It's a secret. It's a trap house. And only real niggas going to go in and real niggas going to come out. Because ain't nobody going to dare to go to a trap house just to fucking go to a trap house like it's some fucking trip to Disney World. Sometimes it takes one in the click to make it click to see some shit. 
I know I got bars. I'm going to say it again. Sometimes it takes one in the click to make it click to see some shit. Now, I say that because John Boyega's character, Tyrone, clearly peeped that there was some shit because how you get bullet holes out your ass one night and the next day you walk in the street and you waking up as if shit never happened. But you're in the same body. You're looking at you're looking at yourself like, how the fuck am I here? Niggas just shot me dead. So he like, nah, we gotta investigate this shit. We gotta we gotta make sure we we because the math not mathing. And then you see a black SUV just roll up and just grab anything that looks like it's out of place. Sounds like the fucking good old boys. Anything that's out of place, let's grab it up. I.e. traffic stops. I.e. Uh, police, oh, you know, the fucking white fragility. Oh, I feel intimidated because blah, 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 they're making too much noise. That's an easy way to scoop us up in a black SUV. No irony there. Diverse backgrounds, but some exposure of the truth. Now, I feel like when I say diverse backgrounds and some exposure of the truth, it just means that I might be coming from middle middle class, privileged, um, African-American, uh, uh, black upbringing and household. Other people could be coming from the projects. I'm still going to fuck with my niggas from the project, even though I'm from the middle class, because there's some shit that you're seeing and you're experiencing in life that I haven't experienced, and I need to know how the fuck you're experiencing, and I want to be able to understand exactly what they're trying to do to us as a people. That's the only way that you're able to open your mind to receive different perspectives of other people's lifestyles. That's the only way you're able to not assimilate, but adjust to other people's living styles and other people's ways of living and upbringing so you not to have to judge and have a prejudgment because that's what they want us to do. I just feel in reality, we can't stop seeking knowledge to the answers we need to have. Because I think that's our downfall. We we cripple ourselves when we don't seek the knowledge to the answer we need to have because we know in our minds it's not right, but we don't say shit. Now, this is where I feel like also this ties to not having no more willful ignorance. Investigate your shit. What did I say? Research. Because the propaganda in our media, songs, TV, etc. affect our day to day. How how many how many people I know? There's plenty of y'all niggas that just hop on Instagram, Facebook. Some of y'all older Facebook. And that's the first thing you do. You hop on Twitter. You got to interact. But the first thing you need to be doing is feeding yourself in order for you to be able to get through the day today. Because if the internet is your access and your first gateway to feel like that's the way to start your day, Houston, we have a fucking problem. But then again, when you're investigating shit, you got to also think about things like Henrietta Lack cells, decanting this lab, creating meat. They've been producing. They'll be producing. You think that Henrietta Lacks, since they've used their cells for cancer, human research, everything else. So if they're over here cloning chicken, you think they're not using Henrietta Lacks' cells to do that shit too? Think about it. Think about it. The country is constantly at war with itself. Constantly at war. And until we pick up our own armor and begin to save ourselves... We ain't, and, and learn that ain't nobody else going to save us. We're going to forever be at war, not just with this country, but with ourselves and with our place to be respected and seen in this society. And that's where they unfortunately think that we're all puppets from the trap, hence why gentrification and control the population. So it ends up being that Tyrone is pretty much has a predecessor of the real Tyrone who's already duplicated himself to be in society and several versions of cloning himself to see himself in different generations as the world goes on. This nigga's like dumb, dumb, dumb old, bro. And he's like, if I clone, this allows me to see if I can, if gentrification is really going to take over because at the end result is for them to turn us white and tell me that's not the case. This whole reverse of Roe v. Wade is to allow more white, little increase in white population. Because they know by 2050, they're going to be fucking extinct, right? Taking back and revoking this access when it comes to collegiate access for prestigious, prestigious Ivy League schools. You don't want us there because you don't want us to have the ability to say Harvard on our shit to be able to have a stamp through the door. You just want it for, just to be for all y'all. So it's a, it's a way to monitor. When we do figure things out, they want us to look the other way as if we don't see it. So they don't try to, they try to distract us. How many times have you seen that? How many times have you seen it where there's been situations that have been life altering 
And they try to distract us with some other bullshit in the process for us not to focus on what's really going on. Now, Fontaine, which was um, Tiana Paris's character, and Slick are valuable to their system. So once again, black women can come a dime a dozen, so it's easy to erase our existence. Now, I was speaking on this perspective when I thought about it when I looked at my notes is because there was a point in time in the movie where... Tyrone, Fontaine, and Slick all figured out the pretty much antics that were behind it. So the man, the man, literally the man that was in charge of it had a clone Tyrone, which his name was like Cephas or some shit like that. And what happened with that was he was like, I can tell Chester, I'll tell Chester to kill you now. He'll do it on command. So pick up, act like you've never seen it and go home. Cause what happened was they were out and he pretty much, they were in a club and the music that the DJ was playing was hypnotizing. When I say that they have it in our music and TVs was music that pretty much was programmed to fuck with transmissions in our brain to make us, you know, not really just to be stuck and be in a trance. They covered their ears to get through the thing, but the guy who was a DJ paid attention to it because he's part of the man's plan. When they do it and they get in the car, the crowd of people, they're orchestrated by the DJ to go out and chase Slick, Fontaine, and Tyrone. So they crowd the car. When the man gets out the car, he has them all of a sudden, they halt. And they don't go try to ambush the car anymore. When they step out the car, he pretty much says some fucking shit that numbs Tyrone and Slick and brings them to their knees. Where he says, all I have to do is tell Chester because he's programmed and he'll kill all of you. And then that's when um, Slick, which is T- Fontaine, which is Tiana's fucking character, comes in and is like, you're not going to do this. You know, of course, as black women, which is really the depiction of what society is today, is we always step into defense to protect the black man, i.e. what Meg did for Tori. Why? Because they're killing us like fucking fireflies. It's nothing to do. It's nothing but a, but a thing. Okay, niggas wanted to get home. I don't want us to get killed. They're out here shooting us like we're it's hunting season. It's like we're fucking Donald Duck and fucking rat um Bugs Bunny, and they're forever Bugs Bunny because as we know, Bugs Bunny always wins on top, and we're pretty much Donald Duck. No coincidence that he's a black duck. Whereas hunting du- rabbit season, duck season, rabbit season, duck season, it's never really rabbit season. When it's rabbit season, that means it's excelling because he's able to always diverge and never get hit with a bullet. But if it's duck season, y'all ever realize how Daffy Duck always gets hit or in some mischief or some downfall in his life? Think about it. And that's how it is with black women. So to them, he was like, I'll kill you now because he was like, he was said to her, like, black women come a dime a dozen. Like, the most thing essential to our ecosystem is Fontaine. Um, to um, is that the reason why he didn't really want to kill them is because he said Fontaine and Slick are def- are key central to their ecosystem as well as Tyrone because he knows that they'll never succeed. They're gonna forever be at the bottom, and as long as they're running the bottom and not excelling to get to middle class or try to excel to be a part of a one percenter, they're allowing what the, what's allowing the ecosystem to flourish, i.e., prisons, i.e., prostitutes, i.e., pimps. Felons. Y'all with me? Y'all still with me here? So there's always one coon to the white goon brainwashed and controlled. That was Chester. Chester was the coon that was brainwashed and controlled. There's always one. Like, y'all ain't gonna tell me that y'all only got that one friend that's like, well, we put this upon ourselves because we have black on black crime and we set ourselves up for failure. Whoop de whoop, yada yada. I'd be ready to punch the motherfucking niggas in their trachea. Okay, and rip it the fuck out because you don't deserve to have access to a voice box to even use your fucking words, you ignorant asshole. Okay, there's always that one coon like, why are you so okay and helmet? I.E. Yay. Hello. Do we not see him be a puppeteer to the puppets? Be a puppet to the puppeteer? Always thinking that it's, it's something that it was a choice. Like when they out here saying slavery was a choice, nigga, I wish. Then the most impoverished look down on the women to displace their frustrations. The trap is really a trap if you don't escape. Because think about it. The trap house is really what exactly what it is. It's a trap if you don't escape. You're like a mouse to cheese. You're trapped in the trap house because all you know is fast money, quick money. But just like how you live, this is how you uh, move. You um, live fast, you die fast. Hence why there's more funerals than um, fucking weddings. There's more baby showers than anything. 
because there's no opportunity to want to succeed. Even though I'm saying I don't not not saying I agree with the conventional structure of family and society and marriage, because we know I'm far far from that with my bisexual ass. Anything is possible. I'm glad I can marry a woman because who knows what my life beholds. But the conventional societal structure was painted a long time ago when you had meet the cleavers. That's what they felt the the white the house. That's what it, they they created what it's deemed to look like in a proper modern family or a proper middle class household. So when you are most impoverished, they look down at you and displace your frustrations. I.e., why women was always supposed to be at home and be a housewife while the men made the made, went out to make the bacon. The woman's supposed to cook it. So if you're going to be in the trap, don't get trapped in the trap. Tyrone is pushing weight and pushing weight to survive and to be able to survive to win by keep losing because his mentality isn't the winning mindset. Now, when I'm taking mindset, when I say that is that he's pushing weight, which is drugs, whatever, and pushing weight as in the weight of the world to survive. Y'all feel where I'm coming from with that? And then to be able to survive, to win, but he keeps losing because his mentality isn't of the winning mindset. So you're complacent and content with pushing weight and and complaining about carrying the weight, but you have to carry it. But you don't have the mindset to think like, let me go to school. Let me pick up a trade. Let me do something that's illegal because you're so equipped and brainwashed to think that this is the only way to win. Right? But this only comes from one who sits regularly because there's always been generations before who have seen more. And as they say, history repeats itself. So Frog is an elder who's seen it in all and knows more, but nobody talks to him rather than at him. So Frog is a drunk who sits outside in the movie. He's a drunk that sits outside the, the corner store and the convenience store and just is homeless. But there's always a time where, you know, Tyrone pushes out a little bit of his 40 in his cup. But as he's walking by, Tyrone's the only one that ever acknowledges him. And while he imparts knowledge on Tyrone, i.e. the whole winning mindset mentality, that allows Tyrone to be able to crack the code to the bullshit of what the man is doing. We have access to elders who have been here before. We have our own frogs who have seen, who have lived through the crack epidemic, who have lived through the Detroit riots, who have been through the desegregation of school, who have been through the segregation, um, desegregation of schools, who have lived and imparted so much that they're there, but they're invisible to us because we think we know everything. Why? Because we have access to knowledge to our fingertips. Okay? We have access to knowledge to our motherfucking fingertips. And that brings me to something that I learned Real quick, when it came to knowledge and understanding how, how this shit really fucking works. Because having knowledge is one thing. Having wisdom is another. Knowledge means that you're able to impart it and you receive the information, right? Wisdom is to be able to get through that shit. That's something from some more, and I'm probably paraphrasing. So you, you can have the knowledge, but if you don't have the wisdom, you're never going to have the winning mindset. You can't have a mamba mentality if you're not willing to know exactly where a mamba distincts from. Okay? And when it came to Frog, they only seen him as a drunk homeless man, but never to impart the knowledge of how he got in his, his old age to survive the trap that's been set. Y'all see how I'm using all these in the windows and analogies? He's in the trap of being in low-income impoverished housing or living below because he's a homeless man. But nobody takes the time to understand how he got to where he is and why he's stuck in this trap to be able to get the key to unlock the door to make sure that the other generations can get the fuck out of it. We never want to talk to our elders and those prior to learn our lineage and history because we just think that it's not important. But that's the downfall, as I said in What Happened to Family Traditions, that imparts us to have willful ignorance. If history repeats itself... Why not go back to those who've already been through history and seen history and know the knowledge to be able to give us the tools that are necessary to be able to say, let's improvise and enhance the skill sets that we had prior that didn't work to give us the full access we need to be able to be better as a culture. Now, when it comes to Tyrone's mama, right, in the movie, she's an electronic thing. She's not even a real woman. The door is always closed. She's it's always her giving the same one word answers. So times her own mom is always watching her stories because that's all she knows. She's stuck in the same old, same old tire record. So if you listen to watch the movie, his mom is always watching her stories, right? And she's always watching her stories because that's all she knows. When it comes to like baby boomers, like my mom's generation, a bit of Gen X in the earlier years of Gen X, 
and the prior, like the silence generation before them, all they know are stories. So their stories are what impart the transgenerational toxicity. I just read Kiki Palmer's book about how her grandmother had anxiety and her anxiety gave it to her mother, which then in part came on to Kiki Palmer. Not realizing the one story she told about the tragic and trauma that happened to her was put into her mother, which then put onto Kiki. Same old stories, broken record. Hence why we have to break generational curses. The stories are fine, but be able to distinguish now to know that what's right and what's wrong and want to do better. But there's always a, another generation that's after us that needs guidance and for us to take the steps and risks to make those changes. Tyrone did that, right? So we're stronger together than we are apart, but we got to save ourselves and be our own cavalry because nobody else is going to save us. They think that we're brainwashing black women to conform whole time. We're wearing a wig because we want to. Got them. So when Tiana goes and they're trying to, there's a part in the movie where uh, Fontaine is detained and they finally cut, the man finally catches up with her, right? And they put a new experiment where they take pretty much black people, like that's why they're cloning him, where they're trying to see the side effects of how they just did with the Tuskegee fucking experiment to see what, is right and how to tweak it to make sure that whatever they put in the, the, the serum is working, right? So they put a wig on her. So what happened was they tried to put a relaxer in her hair right before she gets saved. And the gag was they put in a relaxer, but there weren't any side effects because just like in real life, black women wear wigs, not because we have to, but because we want to. So when you're trying to brainwash us with the chemicals and whatever you think is going to relax us, because, you know, black women have the, the you know, the narrative and the, um, the trope, excuse me, of being angry black women, the way they try to relax us with a relaxer to conform to their societal norm, the gag is it's a wig. So we could pull it off. So you think you got us, but we really got you. Got him. So when Tyrone is actually fighting Chester in the movie, right? It's really us fighting the reflection of ourselves when it comes to conformity and to find out who will win. So you know how they always say, like, Michael Jackson, I'm looking at the man in the mirror. That's it, right? So when we're looking at ourselves, when Tyrone's fighting Chester, Chester's pretty much all he is is a clone and a spinning image of himself. Chester is the more defined, clean, pristine version of what they want black people to look in America, which is a, as they say, an acceptable black. Somebody who's appeasing to them, who's not a threat, and allows them to still do the bullshit and bigotry that they've constantly done without being checked for it. As opposed to niggas like Tyrone, who's a real niggas, like, you're not about to do this on my watch, especially when I know that the shit you're doing is fucking wrong. I'm going to speak up and I'm going to fight back. So the real fight is not between us and just society. Sometimes it's the fight between us against ourselves. Because as Tabitha Brown says, you don't have to code switch. She used to code switch because she didn't like her country accent. Being time where people would say, oh, your accent won't get you through these doors and that doors. And now look at her flourishing, just being herself, her genuine, authentic self. So when we'd have people like Tyrone and Chester, like in the movie, it's also is a fight against the race of who will win. So when they clone Tyrone, it also allows me to see when they had the Tyrone and Chester fight that we hide behind the white man to be our shield as long as we're appeasing to their eye. Right. Um. But again, like I said, remember, when I said by 2050, the majority will be minority, the conversation between past Tyrone, which is the old nigga I told y'all about, and current Tyrone proved the true essence of the agenda of the principle, of the precipice, the precipice. Excuse me, can't talk. So old past Tyrone and current Tyrone prove the true essence of the agenda of the precipice of what exactly that they want is because they're taking Roe v. Wade and all they're, they're trying to revoke all this shit. So that they can allow the white superiority to continue to flourish at its best because now there's been a, there's slowly but turning being a change in the cultural shift, right? So the whole thing of assimilation is better than annihilation is pretty much where, how, how we are. Like, let's just assimilate so we don't have to get killed off. Because if we don't do and just assimilate, it's a, it's a present day form of slavery, you don't assimilate, we're going to kill you off. You don't abide by our rules and we don't like how you play, we're going to fuck around and you're going to find out. And guess what? Because I think give a fuck about y'all niggas, we just going to shoot y'all off. Because let's think about it. There's about almost, what, 20, 30 kids missing in Cleveland right now, but ain't nobody heard about it. But let it be little Sally Walker walking down the street and it's a little white girl. It's press all over the press all over the news, right? 
And it's just like, you know, when it comes to this shit, sometimes we just got to bait and switch. Pull a them on them. You know what I'm saying? Allow us to use this, the 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 resources that they've given to us and what they've deprived us of, us uh, deprived us out of and do as we've been doing in the whole time in culture and society and making something out of nothing. It's what we do best. It's what our society is. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. But as I said, as I always say, on air, let's keep it real. And always remember, be real, be true, and always be unapologetically you. I will catch y'all on the next one and be keep your eyes open because they clone Tyrone and the Caucasoids are taking over. I'll see you on the next one. Peace. Your homeboy waves And sometimes your car